you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Football presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're live here in New York City. It's Monday, December 12th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. It's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Guys, I honestly thought we could have still been talking about Baker Mayfield. Yeah. We could, sure. we could, but there was a lot of football also played yeah, yesterday. Baker Baker. From Baker to Brock. Lurking. It's time for the lead block. Time for the lead block. That was a poem, and I didn't it. mean to do it. Here is the Sunday night football game What You Missed While You Were Watching White Lotus Dolphins Chargers. <laughs> Herbert and Tua have now played twice. They played back in 2020. Uh, Tua won the first one. Herbert won this one by six. After the game, both quarterbacks asked where their teams go from here, starting with Justin Herbert, the Oregon Duck. we got to keep going. You know, if we want to get to where we want to go, um, you know, it starts tomorrow. It starts with watching the film, fixing our, our mistakes, looking at what we did well and correcting that. And I think there is a lot of football left to be played. Um, we're going to get some guys healthy and get some guys back. So just got to keep rolling. I think this is just... Another opportunity for us as a as a team to face this and, and look at it head on and learn from it. There's no other way that uh, you can go around it. We'll look at it uh, straight in the eye and, and see what we can learn from this. And we, we got to turn the page quick because we now we're playing a really good team next week as well. Indeed, the AFC is all locked up, but here is the playoff picture as it stands with one game left to play in Week 14, which does have a lot to do this evening. Monday Night Football Patriots are playing. Mm -hmm. The Dolphins are in the sixth spot right now. Chargers with a seven seed, but with the win tonight, the Patriots, of course, could move out of. Guys, here's the debut. Lurking. Lurking, Lurking on the right-hand side. Divisional leaders on your left. Wild card. On Friday, Good Morning Football decided as a show. It looks amazing. Teams with playoff implications, as they hang in the balance, they are no longer in the hunt. They are lurking. <laughs> Damn right. Lurking. It fits. It, it works. Looks right. We, ad- we adopted it. <laughs> And we move forward with teams that are lurking. 
the Chargers, maybe mm -hmm. you could qualify them as mm -hmm. such, sure. although right yep. now they yep. are in the wild card column. What do we make of that big win last night? Justin Herbert, the defense, a lot, lot to say about L.A. You know, it's it's this thing that we built up, like Tua versus Herbert mm -hmm. and Tua versus Herbert. Yep. And the Tua apologists, if you will, mm -hmm. will say, you know, he's had the better season and Herbert can't win the big game. The Herbert apologists, if you will, say, well, he's objectively the better quarterback if you watch football. Look at him throw a football. Sure. <laughs> uh, last night, it wasn't about Tua or Herbert because it was all about uh, Herbert when it mm -hmm. mattered. I thought Justin Herbert silenced a lot of critics. For Herbert to be able to roll out and throw the ball 60 yards in the air across his body is something that not a lot of quarterbacks can do. And then in the clutch, he gets them in field goal range and he puts them up two scores and he's able to put the game away. He's had these drives before. He had one against the Eagles last year. He's had big fourth quarters before, but I felt like he needed it on national TV again just to show everybody like, yes, yes, I can do this when it yeah. matters most. And to put that stamp on, I am one of those top guys. Last night he was one of those top guys and yesterday of all the quarterbacks in football, Justin Herbert might have had the clutches fourth quarter and also might have had some of the best throws. I think he's in the conversation now. The Chargers are firmly in the playoff conversation and it's because of their quarterback. Yeah, they're in a wild card spot. And it seems like every time he's on national TV and we watch him, he does something just entertaining, makes some type of wild throw. And I'm going to kind of look at the other side of it because for two in this Miami offense, it was just bad. And you got to give the Chargers defense a lot of credit. They were playing with a lot of guys banged up and they found a way to go out there and dominate Miami on the offensive side of the ball. They talked about after the game Staley did, hey, we weren't just going to play zone and let fast guys run through it. He said they can run and the truth of the matter is you're not as fast as them when you line up. We wanted to get in their face and challenge them. And that's what the Chargers did. They played man coverage. They played press at the line of scrimmage. They were physical with Tyreek Hill. They were physical with Jalen Waddle, And they forced them to say, you know what? Beat me. I'm not going to go out there and play scared or play nervous about, hey, this guy may be able to run by me. It's just, no, you're going to have to beat me. You're going to have to get behind me. We watched Michael Davis throughout that game. And Collinsworth and Tariqo talked about him all game. Challenging, making plays. You see all Tyreek Hill caught the long one on him. But time after time, their first, the first series of the game, they go three and out, making pass breakups and challenging these wide receivers. And I think that set the tone and the tempo. I mean, going into the last drive of the game, Tool was 6 of 22 from the field. Like, 6 of 22, mm. finished 10 of 28. But you just can't win football games like that. Is it a problem? Right now it is. I mean, you watched last week versus San Francisco, and you said, you know what? This 49ers defense is just unreal. Like, we understand it. And then you watched last night versus a Chargers defense that is not unreal. They're banged up. They're, they're missing six starters from the beginning of the season on the defensive side of the ball, ranked at the bottom half of every defensive statistic. And they dominated Miami's mm -hmm. offense. So I think there is concern right now, especially with them playing Buffalo this week. Yeah, it's a lot of fun game to watch for a bunch of reasons. I like seeing Herbert actually do something of substance. A lot of it is just sugar with him. It's fun and that's really talented, but it was fun to see him blossom like a like a white lotus, like right in front of him. It was beautiful. Tua, uh, here's the deal with Tua. Tua's not going to win the MVP. That's over. It's done. Two bad losses in a row. One of them on national television. It's not going to happen. If they care about that, it's not going to happen. This imaginary redraft thing that we do with he and Herbert, that was not a good night for that. <laughs> it looked really good for Herbert. And especially with the Chargers have been really bad recently on defense, and they had a couple key guys out. It was a night that Tua was supposed to show out. In the third quarter, Jason was pointing out some of the stats. He was 3 for 17 for 25 yards. In a big game down the stretch, this December time. And uh, their reward now, they fly back from California to Florida. Jay, they probably landed a few hours ago and like like just like like zombies get yep. back to their homes yep. and now their reward 
is a trip to beautiful western New York on a short week against a team that does not like them, that has not lost in over a month, and is way healthier than the last time that they played. I also look to Mike McDaniel right now. You uh, need to coach. You need to lead. This is not a matter of a dry, pithy quote or um, even an amazing scheme. This is when you have to pick them up and say, guys, like, we're down, and this is the stretch run, and we want to lose three in a row because, like, Buffalo's on fire, and they really have something to prove this week. So we love the McDaniel 2 experience. It's been one of the things about this year that we've really hung our hat on is, is people who love the sport. I want to see a big week of leadership from Mike McDaniel that does not include press conferences or X's and O's, and I want to see Tua be pissed off. He and Josh Allen are, like, best buddies or something. Go kill him. Go get him this week because... It's going down right now. These are the tough times. It's never going to be easy. It was a tough night for him. Yeah. It's quickly how easily our adoration for Tua can fizzle over at the drop of a hat. Two bad losses. And last night it was 55 degrees in Los Angeles. The Dolphins had heaters on their bench. And now they better that have true? double the heaters oh. and when they go to Buffalo because a little chillier up yeah. there, up nor in northern New York. I want to circle back to the Chargers and Justin Herbert because there was a flicker of a moment at the beginning of the second half where the Chargers go three and out twice. They pump the ball away. And I was like, well, here we go. This is where the Chargers are on Sunday Night Football. And, you know, they, they lean into yeah. everything that people had said about them. And they, okay, and the Dolphins, they're going to click in here. And then Justin Herbert just grabbed this thing by the reins and decided not tonight. Tonight, my guys are going to catch the ball that are going to put us in the position. We are going to capitalize. And then the defense is going to have our backs. Because at, at times this season, this team felt like, one part, one unit of the ball would, of the team would pull ahead, and then the other one would, and it just never lined up. And it was against the Chiefs, and then it was, you know, it was back to back against Chiefs, and it just looked it was really painful. And he's so statistically talented mm -hmm. 13,000 passing yards mm -hmm. in his first three seasons. He is now above Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning in that category. <laughs> Those are incredible names, and he should be very proud of that. But Pride also comes with wins, and that was a really good one for the Chargers last well, night. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. Had to have And it. they have a very interesting final four games of the season, too, in terms of, we'll talk about that mm. looking ahead. But we have to get nice. to Ian Rappaport because there's a ton of news from yesterday, too. Injuries. I hate saying this on Monday, and I keep doing it. Injuries aplenty. Do. Tyreek left the game, but then he came back. He was limping a little bit. He finished. What is next for the Dolphins wide receiver as he looks ahead to a Saturday night game in Buffalo on NFL Network? Jamie, you talked about the travel concerns. That actually may play into some of the injury concerns for the Miami Dolphins. Mike McDaniel, the coach, talked about it last night. As far as Tyreek Hill is concerned, it was an ankle injury. He was getting treatment on it really all throughout the game yesterday, in and out of the lineup. But now he's got to have a cross-country flight, and sometimes that will make an injury like this swell up. Obviously something they're going to have to keep an eye on. Similar situation for Jeff Wilson, by the way. The running back also was knocked out of the game. It doesn't sound like it's a significant injury for Tyreek Hill, but more something to monitor. And sure, there is a chance that he's not able to play on Saturday. We'll be keeping our eye on that. A little bit different situation for Debo Samuel, the do-everything receiver for the San Francisco 49ers. He for sure is not expected to play this week, dealing with what Kyle Shanahan termed a likely high ankle sprain. Kind of went into the line. We've seen actually several star 49ers do this. Uh, it is a high ankle sprain. Going to have more tests today in MRI just to determine how long he's out. But generally, these are four to six week injuries. If it is high ankle, which means we will see Debo Samuel in the playoffs. And then Mike White, the Jets' starting quarterback, was knocked out of the game twice after hard shots to the ribs, went into the locker room each time, was able to come back each time, was checked out at a local hospital following the game, presumably to rule out any internal injuries. Good news for Mike White, although we don't have a firm diagnosis here, he was able to fly home with the team.
We have in slow mo on the highlight. It was hard watching Mike, Mike White, White tough. yesterday. Thank you, Ian. Talk to you in a little bit. Let's get right to some highlights. Cleveland Browns taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals will go on to win 23 to 10, five in a row. Chiefs Broncos. Chiefs let the Broncos come all the way back in this game. And credit to Russell Wilson and Brett Rippon for this fight in this game to make this a one-score game. But this was all about Mahomes and the trick shots. So fun to watch. All right, it was disgusting in Buffalo yesterday. It was disgusting where I live. Just a terrible day in the state of New York for weather. Bills, Jets, look at Dawson. This one got ugly. He said he was doing his Josh Allen Superman impression, but he almost landed on his head. Mike White leaves the game. Oh, man, old man Flacco kind of got tossed to the Lions. Joe comes out in the weather, and he's a, he's a classy old vet, but, like, they were all over him. And this game was close throughout. The Jets did not stop fighting. They would not give up. They got it to one score at the end, and Mike White, again, just battled through everything. But in the end, there's the wave off. The Bills have won several in a row now since losing two in a row. They win 20-12. to 12. Great sound here. Watch Josh Allen be told to his face that his offense is not good enough to win the Super Bowl. It's weird. And then watch what Robert Sala has to say with an ominous prediction about Jets-Bills moving forward. Is this offense has struggled to find its rhythm for about six games now. Is that a concern for you? No, we're 10-3. and three. You know, find ways to win football games, and well, that's not what you want to hear. But just playing complimentary, smart football. You know, not putting ourselves and our defense in bad situations and, you know, just trying to try and win football games no matter how it happens. It doesn't look like it's an offense that's good enough to win the Super Bowl right now. Okay. You speak about the exact Obviously, I'd, I love our guys. They fight their tails off, but I, I think I speak for everyone in that we miss an out. We're going to see these guys again, so. We're going to see these guys again, please. And thank you, because that game was tough. It was ugly. It was kind of everything we want to watch on Sunday in the NFL. Josh Allen. He received some bulletin board material from some of the local media during that press conference. So this team isn't performing to a Super Bowl quality yet, is it? I don't know. That's your opinion. It was fantastic. Bills are 10-3, and three, though. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that win? Kyle, what stood out to you for the Bills? I'm calling an audible after what I just saw. We have two reporters here at the table. Yeah, I was going right, to say, so it's just fantastic. Was, let's let's uh, recap uh, this. Hold uh, on. To your corners. To your corners. Please. And then we'll, and then we'll ring I the bell. Hear. Okay? So Josh Allen is told the offense has really struggled lately. Is that concerning to you? Nope, 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 nope. And then the guy doubles down and says, this offense doesn't look good enough to win the Super Bowl right now. And Josh goes, okay. okay. And then that was it. Jamie, what did you think of it? And then Peter, you can respond. I don't like that. Okay. I think throw it into a question. If you want to say something like that, if you want to confront the quarterback yep. of a 10-win team, just throw a do you think at the beginning of that statement. You may think that it is your job to build up a story and then insert quotes with statistical facts into <laughs> it and then put it in the paper or in your podcast mm-hmm. or your blog or whatever. But throw it into a question, man. The talk about faction of reporters, I think, is a generalized okay. pet peeve of us all. Sure. And to just tell somebody to their face, this isn't really... Well, actually, Josh Allen doesn't even know what a Super Bowl winning offense looks like yet, and that's fine, but just say, do you think it looks like that? Mm -hmm. Because he's watched tape, he knows his team, let him respond. Don't just try to flex your muscles and say, this doesn't look like it. Peter, you're in. into a question. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. I like when the local media presses the team when they don't play well. You said you loved it. You thought that he played well and that that was a great win. That was a horribly offensive uh, okay. performance from, yep. the, from the Bills yesterday. So I wasn't questioning the, the way the question was framed. Jamie's talking journalism. Jer- that was good journalism. <laughs> and Jamie's got journalism degrees and is a better journalist than I am. Yeah, know. I'm just saying from the, from the local media, you know, usually we're the best Buffalo Wings and, and Josh Allen. I like someone in local media pressing Josh Allen, who's been crowned for three years. Yeah for not having the greatest offensive game. So I am okay with a local media member trying to throw some salt in what's been not exactly the most stellar offensive performance the last few weeks. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying ask a question. Yeah. It was a little weird. 
We can agree that salt is fine. Put it in the form of a question. The person just gave their opinion to Josh, and Josh (laughs) was like, okay. Josh handled it great. Yeah, it's like, that's what you think. Yeah. Yeah, We're just exchanging statements. I like a little spice in week 15 from the local media. you don't see it much. I mean, listen, he would say, we've won four in a row. We won three road games in 11 days. I'm sorry. Is that the Josh Allen we saw week one against the Rams? What do you mean? Oh, you mean on the field? The Jets yeah, this isn't a good. This is not. The Jets defense isn't the Rams defense either. The Jets have a really good. Do you defense. feel like Josh Allen looks like he looked at the beginning of the season? I feel like they're the one seed in the AFC. Okay, that's okay? a very good answer. I, and, and listen, I, and I'm not even being an apologist. It's he's not going to win the MVP. Like he's not mm-hmm. putting up those crazy numbers. We know that. Like Buffalo knows that too. That's just not the season they're having. It's not happening. I think the Jets are really good. I think the conditions were terrible, and I don't think they were the greatest show on turf yesterday. I think they're the one seed in the AFC, and they don't have a lot of style points this year. It's just a fact. Yeah. And I think that maybe he knows that underneath, which is why it was a little terse. But um, one seed in the AFC. Yes, Jamie. Two for thirteen on third down conversions. What was up? What's up with that? That's execution <laughs> at its at its lack thereof finest. It was rough. Yeah, it was bad because. He, but I guess a win is a win is a win, is, and like yeah. finding out different In that weather, finding right. different ways, finding do, different ways to win. Do you remember the game last year? They played New England and Buffalo. The conditions are awful. They lose that game, but they go on to beat New England by thirty in the playoffs. Yeah. So for me, this Buffalo Bills team, as you watch them, they beat New England a few weeks ago. They're just running the ball through the third and fourth quarter. They're finding ways to win, and that some of the guys on the defense said it. We don't want Josh Allen to feel like he has to be this superhero for us to win games. And that's what we've seen the last few weeks. He had three straight games with two interceptions. Mm -hmm, Now he's mm -hmm. playing good football, making good decisions, and they're still winning. Mm -hmm. He's still capable of having these performances where he goes out there. Even yesterday, jumped over about two guys, spun around, gets a first down. So we still see it, but it's not as explosive. But a win is a win. Totally. Especially this time of year. We didn't even talk about Robert Sala saying we're going to see them again in the playoffs. Which he basically, look at the headline, a Apocalypse Vow Oof. is a pretty good one. I mean, he, if you didn't catch it, Salah said, we'll see them again, which means they're going to be there and they're yeah. going to play Buffalo again, which we would all be here for. Love it. We absolutely would. Let's move on, shall we? Sure. All right. <laughs> shall we? That was a question, Peter. <laughs> More good morning football. We shall. Shall we? Peter, talk about us moving on. Uh, <laughs> talk the about Cowboys us. pulled up the last-minute win against the Texans yesterday. Should we be impressed or concerned? Are, are we being too hard on them? Did they just get the win and the NFL's hard, or did they almost lose to the Texans? <laughs> I want to know who the local Shit? was. His name will be up. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Brock Purdy getting his first start. No longer refer to him as Mr. Irrelevant. This guy's out there getting it done. 49ers going to win this game 35-7. to Guys, let me tell you an egregious error of home field favoritism. The Lions were favored against the 10-2 Vikings. How dare they? Well, let's see how this played out. The Lions beat the Vikings 34-23. Jared Goff had three touchdowns, and the Vikings looked Really frustrating. Yes, it was frustrating. Frustrating for Giants fans, too. Home, big game, and the Eagles came right in and rolled them. This was all Eagles from the very start. I got to say, this was a lot of Eagles fans in the crowd, and they were treated to a holiday delight. Nice day in New Jersey, Peter. It was not a nice day <laughs> in New Peter Jersey. hit the bottom bing on the way home. <laughs> Texas Group 3, hello. <laughs> uh, all right, so Eagles just dominated. What did Dallas do? Wait a second, they're losing to the Texans? What? What's going on? Ah, that'll be fine. Dak takes them all the way down the field, 98 yards. Dak Prescott wins. The Cowboys survive. That is a 10 next to their record, 10-3. and three. And uh, afterwards, you won't believe this, but Jerry Jones spoke to the media, and uh, he was trying to be cute, as he put it. All my mind is on, totally, is that 98-yard drive to win the game. Hello, Dak Prescott. I know I'm being cute or trying to be cute, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, really, that's what I'm looking at. Completely, that's what I'm looking at. I really wanted to see us come back with as much pressure as we could generate, which we managed to do that today, and to have him take the team down and uh, let's have the, the win uh, is meaningful to me in terms of being excited about what we got ahead of us. Well, Jerry Jones was just inspired by what Baker Mayfield did on Thursday Night Football, 98 yards, to have the Rams lift themselves <laughs> to a win. That's all he wanted. Dak did not deliver, but the Cowboys did in the long run. What a weird day. Texans were up for a while. Thought they were going to run away with it. Cowboys take a win. What do we make of this win? Their defense on that possession. All right. Texans are punting the ball. Turpin doesn't field it. They down the ball on the one-yard line. Cowboys get the ball. Dak Prescott throws an interception. And now the Texans are first and goal from the four-yard line. For the defense, you're sitting on the bench. Interceptions thrown. Sudden change. Sudden change. There's chaos on the sideline. You have to go out there now on the field, and you have to get a stop. As the Texans score here, the game is over. And this Dallas Cowboys defense rolls to the occasion. Four straight downs right here, just slamming the door. And for the Dallas Cowboys, they didn't play well yesterday throughout this game. But in the fourth quarter, when you needed it most, being able to come up with a stop. Because if they don't stop him here, there is no Dak Prescott going 98 yards. There is no Ezekiel Elliott jumping past the kettle. Those things just don't happen. It's a game's over. You're trying to score and run out the clock. But they're able to get this stop and give Dak Prescott and the offense a chance to go back out on the field. So I just want to give a ton of credit to this Dallas Cowboys defense because in sudden change and moments like that, it's very tough to go on the field when the other team has all the momentum right there on the Mm -hmm. four-yard line and to slam the door and not let him in was huge at that point in the game. It's huge. And we've been hearing for weeks 
and months now, and really like since the 90s, this Cowboys team is different. They're not like every other Cowboys team. And I, I'm always skeptical of that because it never ends up being true. This, that was a good moment for them. You know, it's not a great day. Indacted made a huge mistake and whatever. It, that was a massive clutch moment for them mm-hmm. because you blow that game to the Texans, then you're a punchline, especially with how jarring the contrast is what Philly did yesterday. Like, yeah. they don't belong. Dallas is Fugazi. They're pretenders. It's like every other Cowboys team. And maybe that will turn out to be true, but not on this day. You get a win. I, I cannot sit here with 10 wins and they say, they well, they almost lost to the Texans. Texans gave it a good shot. They have veteran players. They almost did it. And I, I cannot sit here and say, Dallas, you almost lost the game, so you suck or something. In their version of them trying to prove to us that they're different than other Cowboys teams, I know a lot of other Cowboys teams that would have lost this game, and this wasn't one of them. That's fair. That's fair. That said. You're going in, Peter? Go ahead. I, I just can't. I don't That's fair. Because I, I look at their schedule, and it was like they, they've got – this game here, they've got the Jaguars the following week, and it's one of these things where it's like, all right, we got the Eagles, we got the Eagles Christmas Eve. Yeah, like, that's yeah, our yeah, game. Yeah. And you see Texans-Jaguars on the schedule, mm-hmm. and it's like, do you take your foot off the gas? Uh. Look, no Nico Collins, no Brandon Cooks. You got no Pierce. You got Driscoll at quarterback who has been good, but, like, Jeff Driscoll is leading them down. <laughs> and you're 17-point favorites at home, uh. and you find yourself down multiple scores. They won. They figured it out, and we always say a win is a win is a win yeah. is a win. They better not mess around against the Jaguars, by the way. I was going to say. Yeah. Like, don't do that. But I think they were looking ahead not only next week. To Philly. To two weeks. Looking yeah. two weeks two ahead. Two weeks ahead. Interesting. With all the talk about that Christmas Eve battle, we even talked about it on the show last week. We're like, is that going to be the highest rated game of the regular In season? In history. And that's not a game for another two weeks. No. So they do win, and maybe that'll be a, a you know an important turning point for the season. Like, we can't take anyone for granted, but... Gosh, I don't come away from that being like, go oh, Cowboys. I, yeah, you saved one, but you almost lost to Jeff Driscoll and Amari Rogers at home, 17-point favorites. I don't know. Here's a tease for our show. We have an entire segment devoted later to that Christmas game that, about the Eagles and yeah. the Cowboys. So yeah, that's how much too. we're leading into it, too. We're overlooking Cowboys-Jaguars? How Shocking. Us? Yeah. Shocking. Jerry Jones uh, in that clip was like, oh, hi, Dak Prescott. I'm more, hi, Tony Pollard. Hi, Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, they're good. Cowboys run game looks good, and in fact – continues to pace this team when the going gets tough. Pollard, when you, I watch him play, and he has a – we've all been talking about your uh, Isaiah Pacheco, Kansas City running back. He looks great. He just runs different. Your eye goes to him. I feel the same about Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. There's a spark about him. He is statistically still behind Ezekiel Elliott yesterday, yet in my mind I felt like every time I checked in on this game, my eye was drawn to the way Pollard plays. They each had a touchdown out of that running back room. And if this is where the Cowboys offense is going to have to rely upon to win games down the stretch, then so be it. Because a lot of talk in the offseason about why you're paying Zeke this much money, how come you're not using Tony Pollard more, why would you use him more if you are paying, da-da-da-da-da, doesn't matter. They're happy every week. They look good. If If it's a happy running back room, especially with a guy that's paid 6x more than the other guy, and they're winning... Just don't touch it. Don't mess with it if it's mm-hmm. working. Let, mm-hmm. let me ask because we did Tua early. We did Josh Allen next. Mm-hmm. Dak gets the win, and you know at the end, I want to. Jerry Jones says Dak Prescott. Do we have a Dak problem? Because mm-hmm. Dak didn't look good for mm-hmm. the first 58 mm-hmm. minutes of that game. And do you think that Jerry Jones saying something like that after the game is trying to light a fire of, hey, maybe. people start talking about a Dak yeah, problem. Maybe. maybe he thinks there's one. Is it something to your quarterback struggles all game, defense gets that stop, though, and he comes on the field, drives you down there, scores a touchdown, or just like, 
all right, he had an off day, yeah. but I want the guy that can come in and a guy to have a situation and lead he our team. And, draw, and he, he was did awesome. That. He did that. So it was just like, whatever point you get playoff, Super Bowl, game's not going to be pretty. There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be adversity. Can you come in in the fourth quarter, a two-minute drive, lead us down there and put whether it's three points or seven points on the board to win the game? Especially this team. There's this sense of inevitability with yeah. this Cowboys team that there is going to be a moment in January, and we're all going to know it's happening, where they're like, all right, Dak, here we go. go. Uh, it's the, the Niners, and you got to go 76 yep. yards in a minute 15, and, like, can you do it? You know that's going to happen. I just don't know who the opponent is going to be yet, but it's coming, and if they don't do it, like, yeah. there'll be hellfire. Yeah. And if they do, it won't great, be the great Texans. job. It, it will not be the Houston Texans. <laughs> that much we do know. Peter, he who poses the question would probably has an opinion about no, is there a I'm Dak just, I'm just, I'm just being a – Okay, just, just, just curious if you had something you wanted to get off your chest. Just giving the rock In the form of a question. Okay, good. Coming up on Good Morning Football, there were a handful of upsets in week. 14. The Cowboys avoided one. We've got a lot of other games to check in on. Did they affect the current playoff pictures? Did teams move out of the lurking column? Or frankly, is it such a great word that they want to stay in? Can we need that lurking back in capitals, guys? I, can we just do that? I'm sure there was a conversation about that, but I like it in all capitals. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Good morning, football! Dialed in, this Eagles team. I thought there was a chance they might be looking ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, nope, not the case. <laughs> and uh, you want to see how serious Jalen Hurts is. Here he is at the mic. This guy is no joke. I carry my scars with me everywhere I go. I don't forget. Do I waste my energy worrying about the pain of someone else, the uh, pain of a sheep? No. But um, I, I truly invest my focus in me getting, getting better as a player, excuse me, getting better as a quarterback, um, and doing the things I need to do for my team. So everybody in their opinion don't deposit at the bank. Literally, I just try and stay true to myself, stay true to my teammates, and um, just, just chase that growth alongside with them. Cool cat right there. Jalen Hurts looked great. The Eagles look good. And with that, as we look at the NFC playoff picture, the Eagles officially the first team to clinch their playoff berth atop the NFC East, which was a potent division 
this season and the rest of the teams we will get to. But let's talk about the dominating performance by the Eagles. Mm -hmm. Peter, you were there firsthand. You spoke with Nick Sirianni before the game. You watched them up close. Something that stood out to you that impressed you? Well, I think we hyped this game up all week on our show because the Giants it felt like this was a major game for them at home in December. Haven't had one of these games in a while. And for the Eagles, they have this stretch coming up where it's three different road games in 13 days. Okay. It was the Giants, and they go to Chicago, and then they play the Cowboys all on the road. And it's like, all right, if this team's the real deal, can they do it? Not only did they do it, they blew the Giants out of their own building, and Jalen Hurts' versatility is what really blew me away. You know, I, I asked Sirianni before the game, we were talking for a long time in the tunnel, and I said, hey, we knew he could lead. That was always it. The intangible is this guy's a great leader everywhere, Alabama, Oklahoma, the whole thing. We know he's a leader. We knew he could run, but last week against Tennessee, he was on fire in the passing game, and he says, oh yeah, no, no, this is what Jalen's been doing all season, and his game has gotten significantly better as the season's gone on. I think this team right now, I'm looking at them, I think it's them and everybody else in the NFC, and that includes a 49ers team who I was really impressed by yesterday, really impressed by. I just think the Eagles are so dialed in that like every foe that comes into their face, they're like, okay, we're just gonna dismantle them. They beat Tennessee by a lot of points. They held Derrick Henry mm -hmm. to 30 points. Mm -hmm. Then they go into New York with the Giants needing to win this game. And Hertz is running the ball, he's throwing the ball, and at every different position group, the Eagles, despite injuries on some, they're superior to their opponent and they carry themselves that way. Sometimes there's a team that just gets off the bus and you're like, ah, that team is carrying themselves in a way. I like get off the bus team. Get mm -hmm. off the bus team right Impressive. now is the Eagles. They got off that bus and it was like never in doubt. And they came out of the game humming. They didn't give up a single point where you're like, oh, they're gonna suddenly let this thing back into it. Eagles are the real deal right now, and I'll be the first to say, I, I was thinking, all right, let's see when it gets to cold weather if this Jalen Hurts thing, no, they're getting better as the season goes on. That's the first of three games on the road in 13 days. I think they're going to be just fine. So dominant, and you look at that game, it's the second quarter, it's fourth down, and they're going for, going it. for it. Like, there's, there's just no, there's no doubt that they're a team full of confidence right fourth now. Fourth and seven. Fourth and seven. Not only in the players, but Sirianni. Like, no, we're going for it. And they dial up a slot fade where uh, you see Smith in the slot and he's running out to the sideline. Not even like a pick play or anything designed. Like, no, one-on-one, -on -one, our guy versus your guy. We're throwing it up. You go make the play. And they walk away with a touchdown. The Eagles are just so good. You watched them running the ball yesterday, and Miles Sanders had 144 yards, surpassed 1,000 yards. But it wasn't just the beginning of the game. It was for me, as you're watching the game towards the end, and you know the game's over, Boston Scott even comes in the game, and they're just continuing to run over the Giants and run the ball down their throats. And that is so impressive to me because you watch this football team, and they're winning by any means necessary. Peter, you alluded to it last week, the ball's being thrown in the air. Yesterday, they're over 250 yards rushing, and they're getting it done there. First half, Jalen Hurts is throwing the ball around. Second half, he says, you know what? I'm going to tuck the ball. I'm going to run it some myself and pick up a touchdown on the ground. They're a team right now that whatever they want to do, they're doing it to the opponent, whether it's offensively, whether it's defensively. They're finding ways to get it done, and they just look so good right now. They have to be everybody's Super Bowl favorite. I hear you, and I would love to zag here. <laughs> But it'd be nice if they would come back down to earth a little bit, yeah. just yeah, for right? variety's sake. Like, I mean, you know what was interesting about that game yesterday? Nothing. Like, it was a nothing zero game. It was just nothing. Like, it was, I, I said it all week, it was the biggest Giants game in five yes, years. And it just, it was never competitive. I don't think there was ever one breath of hope that they were going to win that game. Peter, you were there once it started. Was it ever like, hey, they got something going, right? It was just, the Eagles just like, 
them go. It's just done. <laughs> they had two sacks on the first three plays. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was like, then it was over. I feel it's like done. they they went into the Giants' house and they're like, hi, uh, we're gonna adjust your thermostat. We're gonna mess with your DVR <laughs> settings. Do you have any good booze? And you know, uh, what do you have to eat around? It was so just like perfunctory, like, eh, we're here, uh, we're gonna get off the bus, then we're gonna get on the bus and just beat the ever hell out of you. The Giants look like they might just be done. I think yeah. they have one win in the last seven weeks. They just, mm -hmm. they can't win a game right now. And um, this is where we're supposed to say, yeah, poke holes in this Eagles team, because you guys just hype the hell out of them. And I would love to say, yeah, but the best I can come up with, the best I can come up with is when they get to the playoffs, they don't have a terribly experienced head coach. And that's the best I got. And maybe they run into somebody like Shanahan or maybe even Pete Carroll or someone who's just been around the block a bunch of times and maybe the day gets too big for Sirianni, but I'm reaching. They have it all going on. They show up in wacky outfits. They have Christmas albums. Like, they're all, all the nonsense, all the important stuff, all the fun stuff. It's like a perfect product, and they just don't lose. It's awesome. They're really impressive, and they're really young. Jalen Hurts yeah. and Devontae Smith are 24 years old. Yeah. A.J. Brown and Miles Sanders are 25 years old. But what I find to be the most impressive on that team is that Brandon Graham, Tore his Achilles in week two last season. 34-year-old mm -hmm. pass rusher. How many sacks did he have yesterday? Three. Three times he got to the quarterback on his own. And he had a tackle for loss against Saquon Barkley. He was on our show last week. The guy couldn't be happier. He was just messing around. He was on his phone on our show. Someone came into the training room, interrupted him. He didn't care. Biggest smile on his face. This guy's mean. He's nasty. He was... He was all over the Giants yesterday. And frankly, thank goodness, because let's tee it up again. In two weeks, the Eagles play the Cowboys. And in two weeks, he's going to have to be tracking Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard coming out of the Cowboys' backfield and Dak Prescott if he's playing to his tens mm -hmm. in that game. Brandon Graham looked really good. Mm -hmm. And good for him because he's been through it. He's a veteran, and he's playing at the top of his game right now. Yeah. That game is like Eagles-Cowboys. It's, it's like NFC prom. Like mm -hmm. it, It's a huge mm. deal. And the Cowboys have 10 wins, and they're super talented. And I'm already starting to f try to build up a way that I can pick them over the Eagles. And I know we have two weeks to do it. I just don't know what my foothold is yet on that. I don't know how you would pick them over this Eagles team. I don't know how you pick anybody in the NFL over them right now. Mm -hmm. and look, like you go, their offensive line is probably the best in the sport, yep. the Eagles. And then their defensive line, when it was a little shaky, they went out and they got Indomitian Sue, Linval Joseph, and got Jordan Davis back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like they credit to the front office. They went out there and they said, okay, there's some holes here. Let's plug those holes in with some real things. And mm -hmm. I don't know. Eagles, it's hard to poke a hole. The MVP yeah. thing is, is happening, too. Listen, mm -hmm. Mahomes yes. three interceptions yesterday was yep. not his best day. Josh Allen does not have the stats. I think Tua lost it Tua last night. Out. He's yeah. out. I think it's Jalen Hurts. He's thrown three interceptions all year, and he's the best player on the best team. Like I, You said it two weeks He could ago. blow it against Dallas. If yeah. he somehow blows, that's that's the game. But I, I think it's his right now, and you got to run him down. And he's got a big lead. Burrow has to explode on the or Burrow. If yeah. he wants to, If he wants yeah. to run away with yeah. it, but there's opportunity there. Saturday football returns to the NFL in Week 15, and NFL Network right here. It's your home for an exclusive triple header. It's Colts-Vikings at 1 o'clock. It's Ravens-Browns at 4. And then it's Bills-Dolphins at 8. All those Eastern time. Check your schedule. NFL Network. It's a Saturday showdown triple header. It's all day this Saturday on NFL Network. And you can stream it on NFL+. Plus. But until then, on this show, the Lions ruled the roost in Week 14. Can Dan Campbell get his men into the postseason for the first time since 2016? Kenny Kyle? I love on a Monday morning getting the talk about the Lions tweets. Why aren't you talking about the Lions? We'd love to, and we're going to. But we got to talk about this. We got to talk about Brock. This is a national hero. Brock Purdy in 2024. And Brock Purdy right now in 2022. Is that all we need to see? Niners going to the Super Bowl? Brock Purdy looks pretty cool. You go into your shower feeling tired. 
But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.